Welcome, loyal listeners, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this children of all ages. Hey, Degeneration this- X. <laughs> all of you uh, former millennial spring breakers that are back and ready for some podcast. Millennials so have been on spring break in like eight years. <laughs> Ten, maybe. Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast episode 33 coming to you boys 33 the larry bird of podcast the scotty pippen scotty pippen of podcast chris don't fail um, us don't um, fail us why are, you, why are you pointing at me right now you're supposed to know these things i don't know these things oh. tony dorsett was he 33 he was today tony dorsett or the greatest 33 of all time, Shaquille O'Neal. I was intentionally ignoring that one. Uh, I think I think he was 33 when he was the big Shactus out there in Phoenix when uh, he got skinny for about three weeks. Guys, I don't know about you, but we have been quarantined here in old Knoxville, Tennessee for a little bit. And it's getting so bad, me and the wife are arguing over whether or not you're supposed to put the lid down on the toilet. Not the seat, but the lid. I closed the I closed the lid, and she is not a fan of that lid being closed. Seems like a lot of extra work to close it. I feel like we're trying to work on hygiene and all that. Like, doesn't that make sense to close the lid? That's why there's a lid on there. You're supposed to flush it with the lid closed because of the it you know expels way less bacteria. Boom. Right. This- yeah, that's. I'm, I thought I'm on, this was common. I'm on Team Summer on this one. Oh wow, boys! Okay. Sports are not happening, and no. they continue to not happen. Um, so it has been binge watching season in the Bryant household. Kids go to bed at eight o'clock, and we don't even go to YouTube TV to see what's on cable anymore. It's Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Video. Um, guys, what have you been binge watching right now? What What do the viewers need to be watching right now? Um, well, there's only one answer to this question, and it's Tiger King on the Netflix. Tiger King. We're not talking about the golfer, are we? No, uh, we are not. We are not. We're talking about the uh, gay mulleted redneck from Oklahoma, Joe Exotic in Tiger King. That's all you should watch. It's seven episodes. Um, once you start, at it, this is a true story. Every episode just gets better. I don't know how it's possible. Like each episode just outdoes the previous one. Uh, it's a great. So, I don't. I don't know who so came up with this idea. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are finished with this. Like I'm, I've, I'm finished through five of the seven episodes. Oh, I, uh, I haven't really worked all week, so yes, I'm finished the show. Now, my big dilemma, I mean, you've got three crazy people that are all doing the same thing and all mad at the other persons that for doing it too, um, having all these tigers in their house. Guys, if we were not quarantined in our houses, would this show be as awesome? Like, is this a, Mm. does this have sticking power or are we all just getting loopy right now? No, this is exactly the energy we need for right now. (laughs) If it if this came on, you know, a year ago, I probably would have watched an episode and thought, huh, that's bizarre. That's pretty hilarious. That might keep my attention. But 2020 is insane. It's it's I mean, we thought 
Oh, we thought 2018 was crazy, but no, this is this is nuts. Um, so this is exactly what we need right now, and it's a moment, and it's it's just like right for the moment. So we are in the Tiger King world, boys. How long do you think Netflix has been sitting on this? Um, Over a year. (laughs) You think so? I think they've been waiting for a year for some natural disaster when everybody's sitting at home. I I think they had like an idea of when to put it out, like maybe a holiday kind of thing. But I mean, I think the last episode was added on just 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 to keep it up to date. So people thought they just got done recording it. Oh, man. Well, if you haven't watched Tiger King, find it on the Netflix. Everybody's talking about it. Um, we'll My talk gosh. more about it. We've even discussed possibly even doing a, uh, a special podcast just to discuss all the characters and activities of Tiger King. So no spoilers this episode, but give, it, give us feedback. If you want the special episode, the bonus. Episode. Yeah, we, we would like to hear that if it's a bonus episode dedicated to only Tiger King talk, you know, and we, we, uh, we could do it. We, we may have to bring in a, a four person pod, bring in Cole Huffman on that. Yeah, one. absolutely. Uh, Cole Cole's a representative for the people in that one. Cause there are so many people, so many situations to talk about. Tiger King conversation needs to happen. Like Chris said, what else are you going to do? You need to listen. You need to watch Tiger King, listen to a podcast about Tiger King and the sports nuts and beer guts are your people to do it. Um, but guys, as I'm sitting there trying to figure out why am I so enthralled with this tiger trash TV that's going on right now, I got to thinking as I was walking today, if you could only watch one show for the rest of your life, no more TV, there's one show you have to watch the rest of your life, what's it going to be? Hickman? So y'all are going to think I'm a basic, you know, basic white Bitch. girl for this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure uh it's it's an easy one just because i don't think there's like when it showed up it's in it's at a certain time in my life i remember a lot of things like i remember watching a lot of these episodes for the first time it's the office oh it's wow. it's, it's easily my favorite show it's got great character development you can always turn on season season two through four is apex like sitcom it's as good as it gets. I know it's a mockumentary, but um, I'll, I'll go toe-to-toe with any show. Close close second. Well, not close second. Second would be probably Seinfeld for me. Wow. Um, Hickman. No King of the Hill? Damn it, Chris. King of the Hill's funny, but it's not an all-timer. I think you're missing. I love The Office. But like you said, seasons two through four, that gives you what? 40 episodes? No, there were, no there's 22 no. episodes yeah. per season. Okay, so sixty. That gives you two two months worth of high quality viewing, and you can um, really go one to seven. I know one, five, six, and seven aren't the greatest, but eight and nine should just never have happened. If five we're being and six honest, are, five and six are fine. Um, Revelation. We today found out that NBC is the one who dropped the ball on Michael Scott leaving, not Steve Carell. He didn't want to go. NBC did not renew his contract. Oh, Crazy. That's a bombshell. So we were deprived of two more seasons of Michael Scott. Um, no, those other seasons are, are still like there are moments of like there are episodes. There's moments of being watchable. So, OK, the reason I would choose this twofold one, I think it's it's an, it's a fantastic show. Seasons two through four, as good as any sitcom ever was, you know, in history. 
and it reminds me of of specific moments and i you know just have a memory that's attached like i can tell you when i watched a certain episode in season five i can tell you about the people around me so it takes me to that specific time so anyway that's it for our listeners out there, Hickman is a real life wizard. Um, he's got one of those <laughs> crazy memories. Hickman, I thought for sure you were going with The Simpsons. There are Inter- a million episodes, yeah, and and the episodes are a lot of times topical to what's going on in the real world. So, like, I feel like that's a show. Like, it Solid was on choice. my list. Yeah, that you could just Solid watch choice, forever. They've been not there get from, bored from eighty eight until now. So that's that's a staggering amount. But again, they had a, a short window of their apex. Their apex ended in what, like ninety six? I don't know. I never like, really watched it a whole lot, but we'll it's called Fran and see what McClure says on that one. Yeah, that's when <laughs> ask McClure Boyd, when when did the Simpsons Apex stop? Chris, I know you guys are gonna make fun of me about this, but my initial thought when I first thought of this question I thought, well, this is easy, no-brainer. You're watching Tim the Toolman Taylor on Home Improvement every night, nonstop, on That's, repeat. That is terrible. And That's a terrible choice. <laughs> well, you are correct. The more I thought about it, the more I realized <laughs> this is a you can only a man can only have so much Jonathan Taylor Thomas in his life. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I mean, yeah. A, 12 year old girl in 1995 couldn't have had too much Jonathan Taylor Thomas in her life. But... Uh, Chris, what show are you going with? What, what did you go with, though? Yeah, what's your actual answer, Logan? Yeah, so that's a good question. It may actually be The Simpsons. Um, that's a good so, call. part of me also wanted to say Sports Center. Um, I mean, I know some of those are. It not back good. when The Simpsons did. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be, you know, there's a million of those, they're always changing. That's good. Kind of keeps, you know, see highlights. Who doesn't like watching that? Um, I also thought about Monday Night Football, just watching games. But then again, I'm probably not going to sit through a three-hour game that's already happened. Um, SportsCenter's a good call. If SportsCenter counts as a show, that's a good one. The last one I had, and I don't even watch this show, have never watched this show, and I thought, well, rest of my life may be a good time to do it. Saturday Night Live. That's a good uh, call, too, because that that's definitely – like attaching you to a window in time. Yeah. That's a good call. So I think I'm going with the Simpsons, but the sport sports center is close second. I got you. Mine. Mine is the same as Hickman's. I went with the office. Oh my God. Uh, oh, Chris. I can put an episode on 20 minutes of laughter. Um, and if I, if I have, have to pick one show, I can watch the rest of my life. It needs to be something I can laugh at. So, right. Yeah. So I went with the office due to that. Uh, yeah. Nobody's picking, you know, uh, Law and Order SVU or anything like that. I mean, there's 500 episodes, but you got to laugh. If anybody out there has a better show for us, let us know. But if we were quarantined and had to be given a set of DVDs, Blu-rays, DVDs, whatever else is out there, looks like we're going The Office, Simpsons, maybe Sports Center. Getting other ideas? Let us know. But guys, we got a, we got a couple topics. Um, NFL free agency is still. Uh, still alive and well seems to uh, people are finally starting to find homes. But first thing we got to talk about is these NFL coaches that just seem to be able to say whatever they want into a microphone um, or to a group of players and have no repercussions. Chris likes it when I get on my soapbox where for whatever reason, 
coaches at all levels are allowed to act and say and do whatever they want to in the American society. And we not only uh, allow them to, but we encourage them. They are allowed to yell, scream, cuss, punch, push, you know, spit on kids and adults. And it's, it's part of the game. It's how we do it. Um, but Chris, we've talked many a times about Bill O'Brien and how awful he is at his jobs. What is going on? Um, I mean, is he trying to tank the Texans at this point? Because he pretty much kicked Hopkins out of the locker room because he has a couple of kids. With a couple of ladies. <laughs> yeah, t- to be fair, I guess it wasn't the kids he was mad about. It was the number of baby mamas he was mad about. So what's, what's going on there, Chris? Is there any saving Bill O'Brien, or is this just a grouchy old man who thinks he he rules the world um i think he just thinks he's going to outsmart the world um it's no coincidence that the two coaches we're talking about tonight are both on the bill belichick coaching tree Uh um rule number one if you're a coach you have to win before you're at like (laughs) society allows you to be a dick uh and neither (laughs) bill o'brien or matt patricia win i'm just saying uh that's why I think, in my opinion, the Bill Belichick coaching tree is a massive failure is people try to emulate him, but they don't win. So people get tired of it really fast, usually a two to three year shelf life. And they're like, OK, we got to get we got to move on. This is not working out. Uh, pretty consistent I, strategy there. Like I, I or, forgot Bill O'Brien was in New England. Yeah, he was offensive coordinator before he went to Penn State. Before McDaniels? Yes. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand McDaniels. Gosh. But one thing on this podcast I like doing is I like bringing up topics. And hopefully sometime in the future, like we're like, hey, we talked about this before it happened. I think in the next calendar year, there will be a coach fired because of something he says to his players or something like that. Because, I mean, the cancel culture is out there in any kind of form. There's social media. I mean, you've seen players, people dig up old tweets. I think this is the next wave of that. And I think a coach will be fired in the next year over this. Well, I mean, and we kind of see it. I mean, basically that's what happened. Um, remind me of the Cavaliers coach that lasted oh, about a B-line. month. Yeah, Beeline, who uh, called his players, well, they all heard thugs. Supposedly he had meant to say slugs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, uh, 68-year-old career college coach going to the NBA on a terrible, terrible team. Terrible idea. <laughs> it was never going to work out. Gosh. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm big on yelling coach yelling college coaches aren't rarely successful in the pros. Um but yeah, I mean, I think Chris is what? Hey, when you're going to debate no, me I on don't, that? No, I was going to agree. I was trying to think. I don't think you said rarely. I don't I can't think of any. Right? I mean, Maybe John Robinson with the Rams in the seventies, but other than that, like no yelling college coaches just straight up don't don't succeed in the pros. Yeah, I mean, really at any level, it's um, it's a weird 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 situation. Matt Patricia, the Detroit Lions coach, who I still don't understand how he still has a job. He is awful. Um, all all I ever hear about hit the pros for Matt Patricia is he's in every game. He loses all the close ones. Um, <laughs> But as Chris says, like the dude doesn't win, but somehow because he has a beard and he coached with Belichick, everybody seems to like him. Um, a little pencil in his ear. Yeah. The little pencil in his yeah. ear. The, I don't know if you guys saw the Lions signed a ton of uh, former Patriots this off season. 
Um, but Matt Patricia is another one. Uh, him and Darius Slay had some issues. He decided to let probably the best cornerback on the roster walk out of Detroit um, this offseason. On that <laughs> roster. Um, um, so, do you know who the highest paid cornerback on that roster is right now? No, no. idea. Um, Justin Coleman, Tennessee Ball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was trying to think oh, of, a, of no. a corner on that roster, and I couldn't think of one. That's why, because their best one is Justin Coleman. Hey, good for Justin Coleman overcoming Butch Jones as your coach to succeed in life. So good for you, Justin. I think he's making like $9 million a year somehow. I'm not sure how. Good gosh. Yeah, so if you're a coach out there, simmer down. And while I'm ranting about coaches, let me also say this. Uh, my biggest complaint with coaches – Maybe not the pro level, but college on down. Even if you're at the, if you're a peewee basketball coach, how many times do we see coaches argue with parents or mainly refs about rules, fouls, whatever? And I'm convinced at least ninety percent of coaches have never actually read the rule book to the sport they coach. They don't do it that's at any point. level. Coaches, I think that's partly why Bill Belichick's so good. He reads the fine lines. He knows how to work numbers. He knows, you know, formations because, and then after he does it, everybody else falls in line. Um, coaches don't even take the time to read their own rule book. If you're going to spend 16 hours a day uh, at the stadium, why don't you spend a couple, <laughs> couple hours reading the rule book there, guys, but it drives me nuts when I hear coaches and refs debating whether or not, you know, how a game's supposed to be called or a foul when the, the coach clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. But guys, we got some NFL free agency moves. Todd Gurley was yeah. <laughs> Todd Gurley uh, was let go by the Rams. Uh, Bill O'Brien contract. Bill O'Brien decided, you know what? I don't want to just sign Todd Gurley when I can trade Hopkins for the uh, D Johnson who has a worse contract probably oh than Curly does. Oh, um, way worse. So that my favorite part was he easily could have just signed Gurley a couple days later and kept his best wide receiver. But Todd Gurley is back in Atlanta. Um, Hickman, how's this going to work out for the Gurley man? So, <laughs> I mean, well, they paid him one year, $8 million, right? I think so. I knew it was one year. I didn't know how much. Okay. So... A one-year deal is great for Atlanta. I know they they got rid of um, oh Devontae Freeman. Um, is he, he gone? Multi- yeah, they cut him. Multi-year deal. They saved some money there. So I think it's a good move for the Falcons. I mean, maybe it's a bit rich for one year, but you put him on a pitch count. Um, I mean, do you have to have a pitch count since it's only one year? Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you do because like prolonged over the year. I mean, he he's not. I mean, no no running back anymore is suited for three hundred carries. But um, <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> okay, he's not human. The dude's a monster. He's incredible. Yes. But anyway, true. Um, yeah, I think it's a good deal for Atlanta. He's back in his in his hometown, his backyard. I mean, I've always the Falcons are always like my third or fourth favorite team. So I, I hope they do well. Um. Like Matt Ryan, love Julio Jones. Uh, uh, you know they had former East Tennessee State guy Mike Smith as their coach for years, but you know I, I, I like the Falcons. I hope he does well, but really I do think it's objectively I think it's a good deal. Um, one year is low risk. You got a guy who two years ago was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, um, flashes at an incredibly high ceiling. 
Um, if he gets hurt and he's out for the year, you know what? Anybody could get hurt and be out for the year. So at least you're taking a risk on somebody who has an, a proven high ceiling and he's not far removed from it. So good move for Atlanta. Chris, um, I- good, good move on that one. Sorry if I interrupted. Um, no, no. Also, random fact, the Broncos will start 10 first-rounders on offense this year. Shut Ooh. up. 10? Yeah, 10. And that's not including Drew Locke. The only one that's not a first-rounder is their quarterback. No, I'm talking about the Falcons. Well, why did I think you said Broncos? I don't. Well, that's the next topic, but I was getting ahead. Okay, yeah, Falcons. Never mind. Yeah, ten, ten of the eleven starting. Uh, ten of the eleven starters will be uh, first round draft picks. Former first round draft picks. That's still crazy. That's yeah. nuts. Well, speaking of nuts, we're going to let Chris talk about this one because we know Hickman's feelings on Melvin Gordon. Uh, he is not going to the Buffalo Bills. Melvin Gordon was signed by the Denver Broncos, who decided that two really two thousand yard running backs wasn't enough. We need another one. Chris, how's this work out for Melvin Gordon and the Broncos? Um, it's a whatever contract. I don't. I mean, he's 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 he is what he is. I mean, he's a very limited running back. Who, um, I'm just gonna call him limited. That's what I'm gonna call him. I think I think Freeman's probably the best back in the backfield. I think Lindsey's a good change of pace back, and Melvin Gordon's a whatever back. So I don't know why they signed him. I mean, you have two backs already that are probably better that are way cheaper. So I would have just rode with them, but whatever. <laughs> two backs that are uh, better, cheaper, and younger. Not to mention healthier. Um, <laughs> I don't understand the purpose of it. it the younger and make- cheaper. Yeah, that's running back. Just uh, if I had to pick between running backs, which one's younger, which one's cheaper? That's who I'm going with. Almost every uh, time. Hickman, how many yards does Melvin Gordon have? In assuming there's a football season in 2021, 400, 450 yards. I mean, <laughs> so. Younger, cheaper, and at least as good on the roster. I'm just, uh, I'm just baffled by it. Like, I don't know what John Elway has decided to do, but I mean, my gosh, at the most, the most replaceable position aside from like guard in in the NFL, you decide to take on a third guy, a third guy. Usually, your third running back is somebody you draft in the seventh round. All right. Melvin Gordon has been in the NFL for five seasons. Um, He has averaged more than four yards a carry on only one of those seasons. And in that year, he only played 12 games. (laughs) He's a plotting guy. He'll catch some passes out of the backfield. It makes no sense to me at all. He scores short yardage touchdowns. He's a decent. Well, he's better than decent. He's a good short yardage running back. Uh, Terrible contract for Denver. Uh, yeah, he's going to be cut. He will play for somebody else next year, be out of the league in a couple of years. Terrible idea. Yeah, not good. The Patriots found their quarterback for the future, Hickman, <laughs> and Brian yeah. Hoyer coming mm-hmm. back to the fold. Uh, over under two games that Brian Hoyer starts next year. Um, I'm gonna. I'm actually going to go under. He's not the guy they're starting. Um, one of the one of the final. Um, I almost feel like Belichick's going to bring in the the three guys that are going to be available, um, Jameis, Dalton, Cam, and just take his pick. Who's he going to be able to roll the dice with next year? Whoever, who's going to you know provide what he wants? And that's you who he's going to roll. Offers, with. 
each of them like a five one year five million dollar contracts like hey first one to say yes gets it no i think he has a pecking order belichick is so you know everything is is intentional i think he brings them all in i think like at the end of the day i think he says like probably cam is his best bet among those three and i think that's who he goes with but any chance he's just tanking for trevor lawrence (laughs) great question but no He's there. Okay. I mean, if if anybody could tank well, it would be him. But he wants to he wants to give a big fu to Brady, and the way you do that is is I mean, yeah, he could win ten or eleven with with Hoyer, sure. But Hoyer is actually like super inaccurate, so he needs a guy who at least is gonna. And James is too much of a wild card, so it's either Dalton or Cam. Um, and I think he goes with Cam with a higher ceiling. I think Cam decides to, um, you know, prove something himself. But no, I don't think it's going to be Hoyer as your guy. Hoyer's a great backup, but that's who he is. All right, guys. The XFL is over. Um, it lasted, well, it's over for the season. It lasted a few weeks. Not a single story. It might story, be over for all time. For yeah, good. Not a single storyline ever came out about it. Like we talked about it the first week it was out there. And then, I mean, I just never saw another game, never heard anything about it. Um, I just don't know where these leagues have a place. But the league MVP, Mr. PJ Walker, no, not that Walker. He's not uh, never never starred in a Fast and the Furious episode. This oh, PJ Paul Walker, Walker, rest in peace. I was, <laughs> thinking, of, I was thinking of Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did play for the Houston Roughnecks. That's <laughs> um, PJ Walker got him a contract with the Carolina Panthers. Chris, over under two games that we see PJ Walker in uh, an NFL game next year. I'm, ugh. I'm going to go over Ooh. because I think Teddy Ribeye gets hurt at some point <laughs> and insert PJ Walker. Uh, nice. I'll go over. Hickman, is PJ Walker the answer? Is he going to make a difference for the Panthers? See, I I love Teddy. I'm believing him next year. I think he starts all 16 games. I'm gonna I'm gonna say under. But if your name was Cole Huffman, would you go over or under PJ Walker? You're betting the over with everything in your savings account. <laughs> Cole Huffman, um, casual co-host for us, big XFL fan, big wrestling fan, and newly engaged. Yay! Way to go, Cole! Congratulations, Cole! Oh, Chris, that was nice. Well timed, bottles. Sir. Well timed, sir. Like uh, Steve Austin over there. Um, <laughs> now pour it on your head. <laughs> so, serious congratulations to Cole Huffman. Um, good luck. We'll all be there at the wedding. Hickman's going to plan it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait! I'm such a good wedding planner. All right, guys. First one to find a landing spot. Cam, Jameis, or Andy Dalton? Chris, which one finds the spot first? I'm going to go with Jameis. Uh, He's healthy, and I think he has the highest ceiling. Hickman? I think Chris is right. I think he gets the first one. I would be, as we mentioned before, we were texting about this, I would be in on my Steelers signing Jameis as backup to Roethlisberger, and we'll probably take over because Ben will get hurt. So... Yeah, boys, I'm going Andy Dalton because I think he's the safest bet. Um, any team that brings him in knows exactly what they're getting. Um, Fair. I'm, I'm going Andy Dalton, guys. 
this coronavirus we've we've gone roughly half an hour without talking about it um it's here like it's going to be here for a little bit it appears the easiest way to get tested for the coronavirus is to get it and then breathe in the face of an nba player and let them get tested and figure out if you got it or not um Chris, how are all these NBA teams finding these tests to test everybody, all these players? I, I mean, it's no different than anything else. If you have money, uh, things come a little easier to you. Uh, and if you have money and you're going to pay for the test, uh, they're going to give you the test. You're going to have first priority of it. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, if you go up to Canada, there's a reason pro athletes in Canada give to the hospital so frequently in case they actually need priority in a hospital so same thing that's happening here so Hickman does the NBA deserve um flack for testing players yes <laughs> the, the reason I ask no. I've, I've had some people who have said well almost every team has had players test positive so they're clearly not wasting the test um but that's why I, I asked I think we can all agree NBA players are at least at risk of dying from the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're all what, 18 to 35 in good health. <laughs> I, I, I'm just Our saying. Like, H zero Rudy's going to be just fine. <laughs> they do have like an 8% positive test rate right now, but. With 100% recovery rate. Like it's, I mean, I, I, I agree, but I mean, I guess the point of that is like, look at South Korea. They tested everyone, like, you know, try to test people who are healthy, and that's the best way to control it. So, um, I don't know. Like, in general, getting tested, do I think that's bad? No, not at all. But do the, the disproportionate amount need to go to the NBA players? Also, no. <laughs> Chris is right, though. It's no surprise. Well, he's back, boys. Our, uh, our man that we've talked about before, Mr. Dick Pound. Um, he seems to be the Olympic spokesman, and they like to make sure you refer to him by his full name, not Mr. Pound, not D Pound, but Dick Pound, has announced the Olympics for the first time since World War II has officially been postponed. First up, guys, the Olympics will be in Tokyo in 2021, but we will still need to refer to it as the 2020 Olympics. Hickman, how do you feel about the uh, the name here? No, it was the right decision. I couldn't care less about the name, whatever. Um, it was it was the right decision. Something that's often forgotten is you know we always look at these um, you know Olympics are every four years, but do y'all remember um, the Winter Olympics once had a two year gap as opposed to a four year gap, and that's when we began staggering the winter and summer games. In '92, both summer and winter were held Albertville for the winter and Barcelona for the summer. And then 94, there was an extra year of winter Olympics that happened in Lillehammer, Norway. So, um, and then 98, it went to Nagano, Japan. So kind of strange. There was a time, a period of time when we had extra Olympics and crazy enough, that 94 year was bizarre with the winter Olympics. And that was when the whole Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding saga. happened. Yeah. So it's not unprecedented. I know it's, it hasn't been postponed in forever, but I, you know, again, I have no idea what the IOC was doing back then. I was a kid, but that did happen. There was a point in time when it was, that's when we had these staggered Olympics because prior to then the winter and the summer were held in the same year. I told you guys, he's a wizard. He's not just Super Bowl aficionado. He is our Olympics guy. <laughs> that's not Chris. true. I just, I just remember years. 
Chris, when will the next Olympics be? 2021 or 2024? Are we actually going to do this next year? I I actually think it's going to be 2024. Oh. Uh, unless they find some cure between now and then. Uh, and everything I've seen, like you're looking for over a year for a cure for the coronavirus. Uh, so, I mean, the, the year would kind of kind of make it possible. But Japan is 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 such a uh, it's a unique unique country, uh, and also logistically, I, postponing a year is kind of a pain in the ass because they build a lot of dorms that they're eventually going to turn into rentals uh, that have probably already been leased out <laughs> to people uh, for following the game. So logistically, it's going to be pain a pain. It wouldn't surprise me if it's twenty twenty four. Oh, it's but I hope a logistic. It's a logistical nightmare. I mean, you just think of like athletes that have qualified. Well, are you going to do qualifying again next year to see if they stay in top shape? And if let's say they're hurt during qualifying, do they still get to, I mean, it's logistically a nightmare trying to get volunteers lined up to do all this again next year is, you know, near impossible. Um, like Chris said, just with the building stuff they have, they generally try to repurpose these as soon as possible. So they don't just, you know, lose their pants on all that. Athens, um, Rio, no, not everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Japan, Japan is also, I mean, a country with an older population. So, I mean, I definitely understand why they're not trying to rush this thing. Um, I do think they'll have Olympics in 2021. I mean, I'm a big Mark Cuban fan. He's talking about playing NBA games in May. If we're doing that, we're having oh. the Olympics next summer. That's optimistic. That <laughs> I love Cuban too, but I don't think it's happening. So speaking of that, guys, when, I mean, here we are, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but when, when do we start seeing sports concerts? When is all that coming back? When will be the next big sporting event? Ooh. With, uh, with fans or just sporting event in general? Let's say just back to normal sporting event with fans. I'm going to, I'm going to go. I was going to go September. I was thinking early September too. So y'all think NFL is the next thing? I think NFL, college football would be college the first. Football, I think. I don't think, I think college football. I think baseball. They can they can kind of get away with playing in front of no fans. Basketball can be no fans. Hockey. I'm not sure what the hell they're going to do there. I really think the, I really think hockey season's done with. I don't think they're ever going to finish it. If we're being honest about it, uh, NBA. I think they'll play like. Even if they play in their practice practice facility and shoot it on TV, I think it'll it'll they'll finish the season. Fully expect next year to start on Christmas Day. I think it's something yeah, that we've talked yeah. about. The NBA has been wanting for years is to find a way to get away from football season and yeah. into any other sport. So that's going to happen. Uh, baseball, if there's not a season this year, I, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't I don't be disappointed know. either. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, Log Dog. I'll go September. <laughs> oh, I like it. All right, guys. Which is crazier? Liberty University in, um, in was that Lynchburg, Virginia? Yeah. Um, the Liberty University Flames has opened campus back up. Um, they're still doing online classes, but they would like the students to come back, live in the dorm, eat in the cafeteria, study in the, uh, in the library, um, this week they, uh, they announced it this week. Their students need to come back or old miss sent out an email to their donors 
reminding them to update their wills because of the coronavirus and to consider naming Ole Miss as a beneficiary in their wills. Hickman, which one of these is crazier? He <laughs> uh, <laughs> texted this out a while, like a couple of days ago, and my immediate response was, 0% surprised about Liberty, and the more I thought about it, I'm not surprised with Ole Miss either. I feel like each of these actions represent those universities pretty well. Um, <laughs> honestly, the crazier one, though, is is Liberty, because um, from Ole Miss, they're just like, that's something about, it's just a poorly timed PR thing about the future. Um, with Liberty, it's like actively sabotaging measures to slow down this pandemic unequivocally that's crazier am i surprised no but that is absolutely the crazier situation yeah i'm convinced the old miss email was probably I mean, it's probably an annual thing if they do right, um yeah. now somebody's got to pull the plug you don't send that out right now um i mean liberty is just i don't understand um the the philosophy there some kid's going to get it there's some lawsuit coming i mean 100%. i just 100%. I don't, I don't understand. Oh, gosh. It doesn't make any sense, but the flames are going to flame. You know, you can, you, it's shocking, but you can, you know, love Jesus and wash your hands. <laughs> no, you just have to love Jesus. It'll take care of everything for you. Oh my gosh. What is it? Like James four sixteen um, says, uh, old sinner, wash your hands. Um, Yield Center, wash your hands. Yeah. Hitting us it's... with book, chapter, and verse. Bible college, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we all went. Some we of all graduated. <laughs> nope. The one... Not this one. <laughs> two of us did. Because Chris somehow survived a year and a half in college without a desk. <laughs> and who was his RA responsible for seeing to it that he was uh, keeping up? Hickman, hey, I remember. Anyway, if I remember right, we both walked into his room one time and said, "All right, Chris, we need to have a we need to have a discussion. You don't even have a desk." And Chris sat yeah. there, played video games, and said, "No, it's okay, man. I'm good. I'm good." You can ask <laughs> like, my professors. I'm good, guys. Like Chris, you don't go to class, and I've never seen you do any work. Are you are you okay? <laughs> Not important. <laughs> yeah, what I got your, this, guys. What was Not your GPA spring 2005? Spring 2005 that went at point six four. <laughs> I want to say spring 2006 would have been worse. Has there been uh, a time when your blood alcohol content exceeded your GPA from spring 2006? <laughs> spring, spring 2006, I didn't even look at my GPA. I still have no clue what it was. Uh, I guess I should have said spring 06. Wow. I knew I was getting kicked out of school. Spring 05, I was playing baseball, and all I cared about was baseball. Didn't care about anything else. Well, that's good because you were in the big leagues, man. That was Pretty great. much. NCCAA Division Two. Didn't you lead the, lead the league in batting average briefly? Like for a while, you were like batting 500, right? Um, I was hitting good, and then I, fou I fouled a ball off my shin. Oh, you had this nasty bruise. I remember that. Yeah, that was my season was kind of downhill after that. But you were limping around picking up trash bags. Um, now on stolen bases, Chris, where did you rank in stolen bases? Oh, this is actually great. <laughs> oh man, hey, well, I hope you listen to this one. You'll enjoy this one. I actually was like second on the team in stolen bases because whoever keeps track <laughs> of our stolen bases is terrible. You'll, you'll all appreciate this stat. So in college baseball, you can have like basically a guy enter for you and then you can re-enter one time if you started the game. 
So tweet like ghost runner. Yeah, basically. You remember tweet? Yeah. The uh, spoken black guy on the b- baseball team that ran like he r- ran a legit like four or five forty. Like he was real fast. Yeah, he, he could fast. fly. Terrible if I shooter. like, I was a singles and walks machine, and so I would get on first base. Tweet would come in the game as my runner, and I would re-enter, and I got credit for all his stolen bases. So I was actually <laughs> second on the team uh, the year I played, <laughs> not because I actually stole the bases. Oh, Another funny awesome. stolen base story: we were playing Bryan College. And I was on first base. I don't know why the pitcher decided to uh, like go from the windup, but he did. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to second. And I, tr- I went to second. And I still almost got thrown out, even him going from the stretch. I was <laughs> rather slow. That was, I think it was my only <laughs> legit stolen base my college career. But I got credit for tweets when he pinch ran for me. So oh, Let's be hilarious. honest, though, Chris. You were the like you knew your speed better than anybody knows their own speed <laughs> I knew the on the one yard line and steal on the base they were both really close but you knew what was happening so hats who off knows, chris who knows their speed better chris or andy <laughs> andy once told me i have deceptive speed i'm slower than i look and i look slow <laughs> that's a great quote it is a great quote uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, I have played sports with both you guys, and you know, no offense, Andy, but I'm going to go Chris just because of those two specific incidents. <laughs> Victory! I'm going to make a belt speed <laughs> champion. Andy's right, pretty well, aware of his speed, though. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a quick episode this week because there's not a whole lot of sports. But get ready next week. We're doing a bracket, and we're doing a best. Favorite fast food bracket coming at you. Boom. Guys, we, what are we going to do? 32? 16. 16. So we will each produce our top four, or we'll, we'll produce our favorite four. We need we need some, uh, some honorable mentions out there of another four. We're going to have a 16-team bracket. We're going we're gonna to randomize that thing, and we're going to break it down um, next episode. If you've got another bracket you want us to break down, Candy bars, beers, alcohol. I think we have a couple months, so I think we can get to it. Oh yeah, we're yeah we're talking until September. We got to come up with content here. I mean, original Nintendo video games, like whatever you got, we're we're breaking it down. Office episodes, yeah, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. I saw one on reality shows. There's one on Twitter where a guy is, he basically took 64, like the first 64 things that people tweeted to him and just has a uh, a bracket of just random stuff. Oh, so, Sports Pickle. Love it. Yeah, so Sports Pickle's They're doing good, yeah. just a complete random bracket, which is kind of awesome. Um, so we're going to start breaking down some brackets at the end of each episode. Next week's Fast Food. Let us know what your favorites, what do we need to put on there? And you know what? It doesn't even need to be your favorite. If there's some, you know, obscure one out there that you're just passionate about, let us know so we can debate it, learn about it. Um, checkers. A, checkers and rallies. Put it the on core, there. The, we, need a, we need a specific segment like around the horn style of McClure versus Chris discussing checkers. Oh, I may, I may, I may just... Uh, I may just force Checker's way into the championship game if that's the case. We can let uh, McClure be the Max Kellerman of Around the Horn. <laughs> no, he'll he'll blow up about Checker's. All right, so get ready. Expect a lot of Chug Zip Rapport next week. 
expect some uh, some fast food talk. But we'll be back at you next Wednesday. This has been episode 33 of Sports Nuts and Beer Guts.